Hey, welcome to the Therapy Thoughts Podcast. This is Tiffany Rowe. I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor and psychology teacher. I own Mindful Counseling in Orem, Utah, and I'm on a mission to break down mental health stigma. Therapy Thoughts is a podcast all about helping you love yourself and make peace with your mind, body, and food. I'll share some education, tips, interviews, and tools from my clinical experience so you can improve your mental health. Stay tuned as we change the mental health game and talk all about therapy. What's up, my Therapy Thoughts fam? I am finally recording a podcast that I've needed to record for about a year. And it's a hard one. It's emotional for me. And, you know, I might show emotion in this episode. But today I need to talk about suicide. One year ago today, uh, one of my good friends died by suicide. She was in my close circle. Um, I knew about her struggle with postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression and uh, she died one year ago and so I've wanted to record a podcast because of her Um, I've wanted to share what I've learned and experienced you know as a human but also as a therapist where part of my job is dealing with suicidality uh, working with folks all the time who feel suicidal, have suicidal thoughts, and struggle, struggle with those deep, dark feelings. So I don't have a plan for this podcast, which we'll see, but I just kind of wanted to speak from the heart today. So here's a couple things Tiffany Rowe has experienced. Um, As a therapist and someone who, you know, is trained to support people dealing with suicidal thoughts and feelings... Um, it was really, really hard to have someone in my circle, one of my top supportive friends who supported me. Um, it's been really hard to cope with the loss of her. Sometimes what it felt like was under my watch. Um, kind of like, man, why didn't I know? What could I have done? And I think, I know what you're all thinking. <laughs> it's the same thing I would tell someone, you know. It's not my fault, um, and I know that, but I just want to show up as a human. For those of you who have lost people to suicide, um, when our friends, our loved ones die by suicide, there's so much complicated emotion, and one year to the day, I still feel that deeply, and it's painful, and I just kind of want to acknowledge, like, that feeling's real, and today's podcast is not me telling you how to get rid of it or what to do. I'm not going to read you the suicide statistics. I'm not going to read you the warning signs. I'm not going to give you the suicide hotline number because you can Google that stuff. But what I want to share is just the reality, you know, that that's what I have felt. I'm a therapist. I knew she was struggling with postpartum depression and anxiety. How, what did I miss? How did this happen? And so if you have felt that way, if you yourself are struggling, if you've lost someone, I just want to connect and say that that's a normal reaction and to give it space. I'm always going to come back to telling us all that our emotions are valid, particularly when it comes to grief, bereavement, suicide, loss. 
I mean, there is no clean, pretty box that we can shove this in and be okay. So if that means I cry on a podcast, if that means I admit that sometimes I feel like it was on me, you know, as a therapist, how could, how could I miss that? If I feel that, I know other people feel that. And so don't shove it down. Don't let that eat you alive if you felt that way. If you know one of your friends is struggling, all we can do is be human and show up with love and care and support. And so that's my big takeaway that I feel all these complexities and it's been hard for me to lose a friend. And if you felt that same way, I get it. And I'm never going to tell you to just stop feeling that or here's a quick fix or, you know, go to a support group or go to therapy. You know all that. I'm here to give you permission to feel it and to grieve. Grieve a loss that is so complicated and complex and confusing and painful. And the best we can do is honor that complexity and our questions and our feelings of being lost. Here's permission to do that. The other thing I want to talk about is, you know, suicide... We got to talk about it. And over the years, we've all probably heard myths about suicide. And I promise you, I'm not here to read you statistics or the warning signs. I'm here just to give you my personal impressions and lessons. So one myth I hear all the time is that talking about suicide is a no-no. Like, don't talk about it. Don't say the word. Don't acknowledge it. Let's ignore it. But that's just not true. Um, The research doesn't support that. My training as, you know, a clinical mental health counselor doesn't support that. Um, Being someone who's lost a friend. Having lots of people in my life who have lost others who I don't know. You know, just speaking as a human and also what the research says is talking about it doesn't make it happen. In fact, we need to address this. We can't stigmatize it. We can't ignore it. We can't pretend it's not happening. So here's my, my biggest sharing point today is don't ignore it. Uh, talk about it. Be direct. Ask people. I mean, that's what I do as a counselor. There's really no like magic formula um, when I sit with folks who are feeling suicidal, having suicidal thoughts. The formula is to be there and to show up and ask questions and not be afraid. So don't be afraid to talk about it. Talking about it doesn't cause suicide okay Uh, that's a myth so talk about it ask people and how do you do that how do you approach that subject you be straight up you say are you struggling have you had any suicidal thoughts what are you thinking about you got any plans you ever gone down that dark rabbit hole i know i have be a human have the conversations and don't be afraid um because it's it, the research shows and our humanity shows that that connection and that authenticity is powerful. So often, like when someone's in that deep, dark place of <clears throat> suicidal thoughts and feelings, you know, sometimes it just, there is no other way to think about it. They feel so stuck and it's so dark. Um, and really like the brain's capacity to see beyond, is, it's just, we're not capable. So just having others reach out and not putting it all on them not saying hey you need to do this use this resource call this number do this thing us connecting and asking and not being afraid to say like hey i'm worried i heard about this thing you ever felt this way that's that's what i hope to share today um i know with my friend crystal she 
I mean, I knew she was struggling and I, I have regrets of not pushing more. Um, I think because I'm a counselor, I often hold back because I don't want my friends to feel like I'm therapizing them or I don't want to create that kind of dynamic. But, you know, moving forward in my life, I'm not going to let my fear of caring get in the way. Um, So don't be afraid to ask because it helps. It helps to connect and it helps to be human. I want to offer my empathy and compassion to those of you who have also lost people Um, I talked about my own experience with grief, losing my dad just a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago, rather. And now having an anniversary of someone in my life who died by suicide. Sometimes I want to acknowledge something called bereavement overload, overload. Bereavement overload means that we have multiple losses that kind of overlap and it can overwhelm our senses. Um, it can make us feel grief, you know, physically, psychologically, emotionally, it can be very draining, it can lead to burnout, it can lead to our own feelings of suicidality. So if you feel overwhelmed by grief, if you have bereavement overload, if you've lost someone, you've lost multiple people, please take care of yourself. Whenever we talk about suicide, we got to talk about care, care of self, care of our people in our lives. It's just, There's just so much at stake here. So take care of yourself if you're struggling. Take care of yourself if you're bereaved. Take care of yourself if you're feeling suicidal and lost and hopeless. Um, It's always hard to know what to say, but I don't think it's ever wrong to say you care. So here I am saying I care. If I don't know you, you're part of my circle. You're part of, you know, under the umbrella influence and you matter to me. And you deserve to take up space and sadness and grief and depression and anxiety stuff passes so I'm just with you and it doesn't always help to know but it does pass even if it feel like it even if it feels like it never will the feelings pass so stay just keep going just stay and know that depression's a liar says it'll never go away but emotions shift and change and it may be hard and it may be here for a while but I just I just speak today as someone who who sat with many um that there's hope for hope if you got none uh have someone you care about you know have someone that you can trust and count on and who's a safe person if it's hard to, you know, reach out and do therapy or call a number or get in a support group, maybe you got one, maybe you got two people who you're like, I can call when things are real dark and they'll hold space for me. They won't judge me. I think that's really important. And those of us who are that person, make sure you have people too. You know, the strong ones, the people who take care of everyone else, you matter. Your needs matter. Make sure you have people who can hold space for you too. So here's a heartfelt therapy thought episode for you folks. Um, One more thing I guess I can say as a public service announcement. Our language around suicide, there's a couple things that we say that I think we can all work on and do a little bit better in how we speak about suicide. It's okay to say the word suicide. Remember, we don't want to pretend like it's not happening. It is happening. And saying it doesn't create it. 
talking about it in fact is one thing we can do to try to support people so don't be afraid to say the word suicide don't be afraid to ask people okay the second thing is we don't want to say someone successfully committed suicide it can be problematic because successful kind of indicates like a a positive spin or it was you know a failed attempt versus a successful commitment of suicide so watch out for the words we use be it successful or failed um that portrays a message that we may not want to portray and the word committed also sounds like a crime you know or they did something wrong or uh they are you know something illegal has happened whereas we want to kind of just watch that language and the judgment or our own projection of feeling which is valid but watch out as we describe it in general and really the kind of language that helps us be most neutral and most respectful of people's lived um, experience of losing loved ones to suicide is they died by suicide. But I think that means we have to confront our discomfort with the word suicide and our discomfort with talking about it, which is natural. So there's no shame in your struggle there if that is the case for you. You know... This was really the only thing I could figure out to talk about today. And I didn't really want to. Um, but I'm glad I did. So I hope it helps someone. And if you're in grief, you're not alone. If you've had suicidal thoughts, you're not alone. If you are a survivor, um, you're not alone. And so here's some space for you today. Take care of yourselves. May you be well. I appreciate you tuning in and supporting the Therapy Thoughts podcast. If you want to dive deeper into intuitive eating and body image and self-love, head over to tiffanyrow.com. It's the hub of all of my courses, the podcast, my merch, and information about doing counseling and coaching with me. I hope you guys stick around for more. We have lots of exciting interviews and thought leaders coming onto the podcast. So until next time, may you be well.